Welcome to Mindful Moments of Mars. Mindful Moments of Mars. What is it? Who's it for? When's it coming? Is it in a truck? It is an audio experience for you, the listener, and it's coming now. It's happening in the current moment. It is simultaneous with the present moment. If you were to draw time as a line where the past is on the left and the future is in the right, and there's a dot that's now, and the dot moves along the line like, like, like a unicycle on a little track, like in that old video game where I bet a unicycle. Do you remember this video game? It was just, you controlled the unicycle. There was nobody on it. It was just a unicycle. I had to do stunts and things. It looked very exciting. I don't think I ever played it. That's now. That's the present. That's the instant moment. That's, that is everything that is happening now everywhere. That is, that, that is what that is. And Mindful Moments of Mars is there right alongside it. In it. It is, it is it. Mindful Moments of Mars is the present. Everything that is happening right now is, is encircled by this audio experience. There was a phrase, listen, I, have I ever talked about Northern Exposure on this audio experience? I don't know if I have. I feel like if I do, I'll get into a digression. But I, there was a sentence in it that I really liked from back in the day where Chris, Chris on the radio, the DJ guy, said... He was probably quoting someone. I don't know who. I should probably look it up. The city of the dead sleeps encircled by the city of the living. That stuck with me. I like that phrase. And so too does the present moment be present, encircled by mindful moments of Mars. Mindful moments of Mars straddles existence like the ancient Colossus of Rhodes didn't straddle the, the, the Bay of Rhodes, because archaeologists think that, that it wouldn't have actually been stable had it been built in the way that it's sometimes depicted in images. It was probably just by the bay rather than straddling it. But it's always nice to think of a giant statue straddling a bay. Um, Rhodes now has, in the same, or roughly, well, in, in the bay where you, you go into, like, Rhodes town, Hang on a second. Am I thinking of Rhodes or Koss? Okay, listen. That's not going to be resolved right this instant. <laughs> no, it's not. What was I talking about before this? Oh, right. Now. To, where, when is this show on? It's on now. It's happening right now. Rhodes, I think, the, the symbol of Rhodes is like a type of deer. So they, they've got a little statue of a deer. It, it's far less grand than a former wonder of the world. Um, but that thing fell over in an earthquake. So, I mean, this thing isn't going to fall over an earthquake. As far as I know, it seems much more stable. Are you happy for me to continue the story, which is Chessmen of Mars? I hope you are, because it's about to get very exciting. Um, Gek is in his room. And who should come into his room but a red warrior, none other than Gahan, the Jedi Gathal. At that moment, there appeared in the doorway of the chamber a red warrior with a naked sword. 
He was, the, he was a male counterpart of the prisoner whose sweet voice had undermined the cold, calculating reason of the Caldene. Silence, admonished the newcomer. His straight brows gathered in an ominous frown and the point of his longsword playing menacingly... <laughs> That's the word that um, stumped me yesterday. Menacingly. Menacingly. Listen, this is an important part of the book. Two characters who have not come together. Like that we last we last spent significant time with Gahan Jelagathal quite some time ago. Then we spent a lot of time with Tara. Then we got to know Gek. More much more recently, we've really got to know Gek. And Gek has become fan favourite. Um I would say most people who listen to Mindful Moments of Mars uh just sit there vibrating with with barely contained enthusiasm, mumbling under the breath, get to the geck part. And I keep digressing about statues in Greek islands and things that are not geck related. And uh, you're not getting your fill of geck. We deserve to give this scene our full attention. This scene is important. This scene will reveal things we've... I'm, I'm guessing. I haven't read ahead. I'm guessing it will reveal things we never imagined possible about the, the burgeoning relationship between Gek and Gahan. I think it could be a buddy, a buddy comedy uh, duo setup thing. Gek and Gahan on the case trying to rescue... Um, Tara, this is this this is where we want to be. And that is the key to mindfulness. Okay. Full circle. We've come full circle. It's like a big circle. This audio experience. I may have just called it a podcast. That's not what it is, it's an audio experience. This audio experience encircles the present moment. And yet also the present moment encircles it. They are one. Everything that is now is Mindful Moments of Mars and everything that is Mindful Moments of Mars is now. Those two things, that's where we are. If you're listening to this now and your attention is here on it, this is now. This is the whole of now. Okay? Maybe you've got something in the oven and it's burning. Don't, don't worry about that. This is now. That's something else. That's future problem to deal with. Well, listen, no, that actually sounds quite serious. Go and deal with that, okay? And then come back and, and have, have more now. And mindfulness is about being with now, you know? I don't know if you can hear me scratching my head on, on the audio of this. If you can't, that's good. If you can... Ignore it and ignore that I just drew attention to it. This is now. Here we are together in this moment. Isn't that good? But now is not the time to read this bit with Gek and Gahan. It's not the right moment. Now is just a moment to be here quietly and have a little, have a little breath. This isn't the breath at the end where I wrap up things. This is just a breath. Before the end. 
I think an important thing that you you experience when you follow a, a mindfulness pathway is that you appreciate how time is a weird old fish. You know, sometimes you think time goes very quickly and you say, where has the time gone? And sometimes you sit with yourself and you allow yourself to be bored and you don't take out your phone. I saw a little, a little boy on, on the tram today who, in fairness to him, was too little to be wholly in control of his uh, how his time is organized. He was very little. And he was watching Peppa Pig. Um, and I feel like he was not he was not being allowed to be bored, you know. I'm not saying he shouldn't watch Peppa Pig. Of course he should watch Peppa Pig. It has it, it seems to be well received by audiences. I was in the uh, cartoon museum in London. I think it's it's near the the British Museum. So it's it's of equal importance to the British Museum, but it has fewer uh, stolen items. Um, and it gives a history of British cartooning and various uh, kind of old comics, like kind of political cartoons from from the era when all British magazines had names like Buff, Plork, Spook, Norblb, you know, and and the cartoonists would have names like Twiffo and Splibble, and it would be like a big fat guy eating the giant cabbage, sitting on a tiny horse, and it would say underneath it, Prussia. This is what Prussia is like. That's that's kind of classic British cartooning. And no, in fairness, it was good. But also they had a Peppa Pig exhibition to give the, the um, history of the creation of Peppa Pig. The, the only thing I remember from that. This is a digression. I was telling you about the little boy on the tram. I'll come back to that. Um, the history of Peppa Pig. All I remember is that they created a version of Peppa Pig where she didn't have parents. It's kind of like a Batman Peppa Pig. <laughs> they showed that to children. And they're like, do you like this fun cartoon? Bright colors, little girl. She's a pig. She's having fun. And the the children were mildly unsettled. And they kept asking where her parents was. And then they realized that they needed to put the parents in the show to settle the children and to remove the Batman angle that was just a, you know, probably would have gotten them into trouble with Discovery, Warner, Plus, HBO, whatever it's called. Um, and and thus was born, uh, I don't know what the mother's called, I know the father's called Daddy Pig, um, because it, it's a common thing among uh, male parents uh, of roughly my age that they will often say that uh, Daddy Pig is a laughingstock, and uh, I think they feel uh, slightly... Um, uh, they feel the prick of satire, um, like as though Spliffo wrote 
drew a, a comic about them in Bork in 1884 and drew a picture of them, I don't know, eating a carrot and climbing up a tree. And under it, it said, the Kaiser. And uh, everyone had a good laugh at it because what an absurd thing for the Kaiser to be doing. Um, I, I don't think in, in that era they would have really been mocking the Kaiser. He's probably somebody's cousin. They're, they're all each other's cousins, weren't they? <sighs> Listen, that's this is not the time or the place to be talking about people who might have been each other's cousins. I don't want to get into trouble. Um, the boy on the tram... <laughs> was watching Peppa Pig and listen he was watching Peppa Pig and that's fine and that's good and um his guardian was reading a book and I've I've also read the book and I, I it, it's a very very good I won't say what the book was because I think that's enough identifying information that um the people involved would be like am I being name dropped on Mindful Moments of Mars you're not I don't know your name but I know what book you're reading it's a very good book I almost said that's a very good book, but um, th- th- I, I think I, I don't think that would have gone down well. So I just stood there and uh, and judged how how this father was reading his very good book and not allowing his his young son to be bored. And of course, listen, listen, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, who am I to say whether someone should or should not give their child a phone to watch Peppa Pig. Yeah, they should. That's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm not giving out. I'm just saying, being bored now and then, it's all right. It's all right. If you're bored, then you can experience time. This is what I, this is why I originally talked about this. You can experience time as another flavor. You know, Craig David style. What's your flavor? flavor of time when you're bored is that it is slower and slow time can be good sometimes that's my point i'm not trying to tell anyone how to parent but listen peppa pig whenever you need it it's there it's in the ether you can you can draw it down you can conjure peppa pig and present it to your child and up until a certain point, that will uh, occupy their attention and relieve their boredom. And then there is a. I'm fascinated by the idea of at what point does a person who's fascinated by Peppa Pig start to think, maybe I'm not so fascinated by Peppa Pig anymore. The point I'm trying to make is this is an important scene. I'm going to read it again tomorrow because I want to do it justice. And today I haven't done justice. So we'll come back to it. Um, I hope. Oh, this has been a long one. This one was longer than I intended. I'm trying to be snappy. I'm trying to do the old time Mar- Marvel. Not Marvel. Mindful Moments of Mars. And uh, they're not snappy. But I've got a lot to say. A lot ha- a lot happened to me. I was on a tram. I saw, I saw a man and a boy both entertaining themselves. And I judged both of them. Maybe, maybe I should have been trying to be more mindful instead of telling them. I didn't tell them anything. Well, clearly, I've, I decided to go home and record myself. Uh, but I didn't give an identifying information about them. A child was, was, was looking at Peppa Pig. How many people could that be in the world? Two, countless, countless children watch Peppa Pig. 
The man was reading a book. It's a very interesting book. I'm not going to say what the book was. That would identify the man. The, 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 the nexus of what that book was and that the son was watching Peppa Pig make them a unique pair. Um, and I refuse to, to do that. That's where I draw the line. This far, no further. It's my white whale. Um, y- you've been brilliant. What a great audience. That's a, that's a prequel. That's a, a little preview of what my Garth Brooks episode is going to be like. It's going to be me mostly saying how great you are. Um, let's wrap this one up. Let's take a breath. <laughs>